good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Power Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Clemente. We have another brilliant, amazing episode here for you today, and I got some of the two most wonderful guests I'm ever going to have, the two guys that signed my paychecks, the two guys who uh, are here for the reason that we are. I have uh, Cesar Asadi and Chandler Gold, the founders, the patient zeros of the Mind Power Foundation. Guys, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. <laughs> doing good, Angel. Thanks. Absolutely, man. So, uh, uh, how, how, uh, how's the day going, guys? How's, uh, how's life? I want to know. How's life treating you? Uh, the weather the last couple of days has not been the best, so it's ha- actually dampened my mood quite a bit. But besides that, life is beautiful, man. Hmm. It's a joyful ride. I'm doing great. Great. Living every day to the fullest. That's well, how it's supposed to be. You know, one day at a time, we're progressing. We're living life to the fullest. That's what I love to hear, boys. So, um, I got you guys here on the show. Um, I got you both here as a, as a tag team. Um, we're just going to have a nice little conversation, guys. I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, what Mind Power is, what it is to you guys. You know, you guys are the forefront of this entire organization. Um, and I feel like, you know, there isn't probably as much credit due as you guys probably deserve. You know, starting all this while you guys were in college, um, getting it to where it is now, um, all the work that you guys do behind the scenes. Uh, I just kind of want to get it out in the forefront, kind of talk about what we guys, what, you know, what we have here and what it means to you guys. So um, I want to start off by asking you guys, you know, where, where all this came from, where all this started from. I know you guys kind of like, uh, it kind of sprouted out of your guys' friendship, you know, you guys having some conversations and you guys realize that you, you know, when you have, um, I don't want to say issues, but you guys have concerns about, you know, some of the same problems that you guys probably faced growing up and, you kind of found a solution and or you didn't see there was a solution so you guys kind of made one and here we are now but kind of walk me through that how that went down yeah so uh, i'm sure everybody that's listening to this podcast now has had those late night conversations with your friends that go past 2 a.m and you start wandering into deeper territories when it comes to conversation and chandler and i funny enough um the inception of mind power really came about um, from a rift in our friendship. Um, I'm not always the easiest person uh, to be around and to be friends with. And uh, this conversation was actually kind of an ultimatum um, that Chandler proposed to me. And, you know, one thing led to another about, you know, how our friendship has been the last couple of years. And something that uh, came up is uh, ever since I've known Chandler, I've, I've always seen him as somebody that is a Division One caliber athlete. And I would always ask him, you know, whenever he was playing intramural sports, whether it be basketball or volleyball or soccer, or even uh, flag football uh, for, for a minute there, you know, he always excelled athletically. And, and I always asked him, you know, why didn't you continue your collegiate athletic career? And, you know, Chandler and I, you know, go back, what was it now, five years, five years now that, that, that we've been friends. And um, still to this day, I, I don't know why uh, he still did not continue his athletic career after his freshman year. So I'm actually going to pass this off here to Chandler to kind of take off uh, from here. Thanks, bro. Um, it is, it is true what you say. It is, uh, one of those late night conversations, you know, till 2 AM that, uh, really spawned the idea of mind power. And what we basically decided that conversation was that we needed to do more to help out young student athletes in their development, give them a better support system so that they can pursue their dreams, whether it be to play sports in college or just, uh, to, you know, live a better quality of life. So. From that point on, that's what our mission turned to be was starting Mind Power and seeing what we can take. So, so this this kind of stemmed from your guys' own like uh, athletic paths because I know 
Caesar, you grew up, uh, I think, a multi-sport athlete as well, you know, doing swimming and also, I think, being a part of, you know, baseball. And then Chandler, uh, I mean, you grew up playing just about everything, but you kind of really honed in um, on probably soccer and probably golf and maybe a little bit of basketball as well. But um, I think as, as far as all three of us, we got is probably like, you know, college. Um, and then that was kind of it for us. But uh, kind of talk to me about, you know, this, how this related to your own struggles and then how you guys kind of sprouted that out. Because now mind power isn't just for athletes. It's not just for student athletes. It's for students in general because it's, it's about, you know, helping them find find that niche in their life and inside their head and kind of giving them that strength to to see see that path and see where they where they can be and give them that little inspiration to really chase after what 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 they truly want yeah so um to elaborate on that man you, you brought up a great point you know while while mind power was founded off the principle of helping student athletes we want to be clear that we support all ages all backgrounds whether you're a student athlete wh- whether you're not a student athlete or involved in athletics uh, MindPower is really rapidly becoming a community. And uh, to elaborate further on why we're giving support, um, just a little personal anecdote from me. Um, I had a couple great coaches in my life that I could really point to and say, you know what, they guided me in the right direction. You know, my club, my YMCA swim coach and my high school swim coach were definitely two great influences on my life. And for me, um, after the fact, obviously there's that hindsight effect, right? Like I should have done more. I should have tried more. I should have trained harder. And for me, something that, you know, I kind of first realized with Chandler is, you know, we never really received the support that we needed outside of the sports that we played, you know, for me and, and and I'll let Chandler explain his piece. But for me, I went through a lot at home. You know, I went through a lot of domestic problems. Um, I went and that subsequently led me to having a lot of mental health issues. Right. But I never even had somebody that I could even talk to about that, much less have a support system or really a community for me to kind of go to and and speak about these issues. And this is not that long ago, guys. You know, this is 2012, 2013, 2014 when this was all going down. So for me, you know, it really came to light about how there is such a void, not just for student athletes, but for high school students and middle school students in general when it comes to regards to mental health. And um, I'm going to pass this again on to Chandler to, to really elaborate on, on his piece with this. Yeah, so I think it's, uh, I think it's something to be said that uh, young people, especially teenagers, uh, they go throughout their days not wanting to show uh, any weakness of any kind. So what comes with that, maybe it's, you know, your story with your, you know, your situations at home growing up. People don't want to share that uh, with others. They don't want to share what seems to be, you know, their personal problems. Uh, with others because half the time they don't want to you know they feel like they're a burden you know to share somebody uh, to share their pain with somebody but we really want to kind of you know take the opportunity to make it more okay for people to accept the things that they go through Uh, in life it's a guarantee that people are going to face trial Uh, and at mind power with all the kids that we've mentored the high school athletes we want to make sure that they're very comfortable uh, understanding that there will be ups and downs in life and then, you know, with our time, our volunteer time and our network, just make them feel like it's okay. Uh, and then help them through any situation that they go through, which is what you do with all your athletes that you've coached, as far as I've seen um, with at the high school level, uh, particular, I think you were coaching at a uh, crop kind of around the time we started this. And that was a, that was a huge uh, beginning point for mind power to really see all the different stories within one small subset of athletes. They had 
so many, you know, diverse factors going on in their life from at home to in school, to their friendships, their relationships, uh, things that you can't really imagine, but you know, they go through. So we realized as you know, there's definitely an opportunity for us uh, to take our time and a need uh, to really help them out. You remember, you remember some of those, you know, times we had with your first group of high school kids? I mean, it's, it's just making my, my mind go at like a thousand miles an hour here, just thinking about how great you put that, you know, because in a small subset of athletes, I mean, we saw everything ranging from anxiety to self-esteem to body image issues to even something as serious as, you know, eating disorders, you know, so that was all just in a small subset of, you know, a high school water polo team, you know, not even talking about um, all athletics here, just one high school, one team, and not even an entire team, but um, you know, one specific gender of that team, you know, so that that's something that uh, really kind of opened our eyes even wider, you know, after that one interaction that we had. And um, yeah, so. So I, I want to ask you guys this too, because obviously, you know, you guys, you guys are at the forefront of this entire movement with Mind Power, the whole organization. Um, I know Chandler, you know, is working endlessly, you know, damn near 24-7. Uh, to really just make moves for this and get us to places. And Caesar, you know, you got an unlimited amount of connections and, you know, just your personality is going to carry, you know, this God knows where. But for for right now, if, you know, going, looking back at the past that, you know, you guys have been through and me, myself, I like to really like, I'm really, really big on thinking, you know, there's no really real reason to look back except to just to see how far you've come. That's the only reason to look back because then you just sit on regrets, you know, you sit on on what could have been, but the only reason you look back is just to see how far you've come, just to see how far you've been from where you were the last time you did. But when you guys look back, um, and I know this is kind of on the spot, but what do you think is probably some, one of the either biggest pieces of advice or one of the biggest like, uh, even like quotes that kind of stuck to you that helped you get to where you're at today on the path where you know you're going. Cause I know you guys definitely are not where you want to be at the moment, but I know that you guys know that you're on the right path, but what's like probably the biggest piece of advice that you guys have been given by anybody throughout your time. So um, this is actually something that I don't think either of you um, are aware of, but my sophomore year of high school was probably one of my toughest years. Um, that, that's when things at home were kind of at, at its peak um, in terms of, you know, how bad it was. And I had a friend at the time, and obviously I'm not going to name her for anonymity purposes, but um, she told me a quote that is still very much a part of my life today. And it's God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. And, and that quote at 15 years old, um, just being in the thick of things really kind of helped me um, put everything in perspective, honestly. You know, some some of the hardships that I went through that were those in mental adversity and those invisible battles that you may not see on the surface, but what I was going through uh, inside, you know, her, her, and she probably doesn't even remember this conversation, but for me, it was just one of those impactful talks that you have. And, uh, you know, I can't thank her enough for this. And um, that's definitely something that I, I would, you know, advise all my, all the listeners here, the Mind Power community to take heed of is 
God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Now, this was this person was it were they like a, like a teammate? Were they a coach? Or what were they to you? Not even, man. She was just a friend that we shared a lot of classes with and that we talked to, you know, we talked occasionally. I wouldn't even say we were great friends, but mm -hmm. she was just that type of person that had a very amiable personality that right. you can kind of talk to. And she just she imparted that knowledge on me and it's helped me ever since then. It's it's always the people you least expect that will give you, you know, those wisest exactly. wisest words. It's crazy to think about that. Yeah. What about you, Chandler? What you got? Because I know, I know that you got a lot. I know that you got a lot of quotes. You got a lot of, you know, advice. You know, you're hitting me with it all the time, as much as I love it. But <laughs> what's what's probably what like if if you know you know you're you're lying on the street and you're you know it's about your time and you have you know like 10, 20 seconds or about a minute to really say what you think is the most important thing that people should take away from everything. What what do you think it would be? I don't know if it's the the most important. It's just uh, what comes to mind in this in this time. And and to give a little backstory, it's interesting enough. You say that sophomore year was your most challenging time in high school because sophomore year was you know the worst time for me too. Uh, it was a, it was a really tough year. Uh, kind of started out going into you know soccer season, and within halfway of the season, I had you know torn a muscle completely, and I was out for the rest of the season. And it was my you know first real time. Um, which I didn't come to know till later was just a real true mental health struggle for me as an athlete. So when athletes, your identity, uh, you know, your character is so it's so attached to how you perform. Mm -hmm. So socially, uh, you know, my life, you know, for lack of better words, it, it you know, it kind of went to pieces. It was it was poor. I was actually made fun of a lot uh, during that time. And overall, I was very quiet. I was socially anxious, didn't have too many friends. I spent a lot of time wandering alone in the hallways, cafeteria, felt like I was alone. Uh, so it was, it was a tough time. And, and I think one thing during that time, there's actually a teacher, a uh, coach at the time, not my coach uh, at the time, but a high school basketball coach, uh, my health teacher, he had told me that on the first day of class, he had not really used anything that he had ever learned in school, except health. And I think at that point in time, that was something I needed to hear because I knew something was wrong with me. The way I was feeling wasn't normal. The way I was acting wasn't like normal. internally, right? Yeah, internally. <clears throat> something was wrong. So hearing that um, kind of shifted my focus to this day. Mm -hmm. uh, and I still remember that being such an important staple uh, because health is truly, you know, I think in my career, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a coach. And health is the foundational pillar of everything else. So your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual health lays the framework and foundation for your life. And if those categories are not strong, you're going to struggle no matter what it is that you're doing. It's your coaching career, you know, your career, uh, whatever you're working, your marketing career, building this podcast, your professional life, all your relationships are going to struggle if you can't control your health from the inside to the outside. So that's kind of been really important for me. Uh, carrying forward in my life mm -hmm. well so what, what <clears throat> where would you say you guys get like um i don't want to say like your motivation but like i know like that internal happiness you know where where do you find it best because for my personal experiences growing up you know all the friends i have and I, i've always thought of myself as being one that you know can give good advice when asked for it or could at least be a good listener because people you know sometimes they just need an ear to listen without someone telling them what to do but a lot of the times the situations that i listen to are people that are you know struggling <clears throat> mentally from something external 
you know, and one of the things that I always try to push for the best is to find helps people find that internal happiness that, you know, how to become happy with yourself, regardless of what your environment looks like, regardless of, you know, what's around you, you know, you might not have the right people around you, you might not be where you want to be. But how can you find that internal happiness to know that, like, you know, regardless of what's going to go on around you, you can have that mentality to really push through whatever you're going through and get to where you want to be. So I think that um, for all of our listeners, right, at some point, um, you're kind of being influenced by external factors about what what should you do in life? Obviously, there's the classic, you know, you should be a doctor or a lawyer Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just be successful and make a lot of money. And a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on finances as being a direct correlation to happiness. And for me, um, obviously, that still plays a major role today. I mean, we're all in our, you know, it's actually kind of crazy. We're actually, you know, in our mid-20s, so to speak. You know, we're rapidly approaching our mid-20s. And um, for me, one one of the biggest drives for me internally is helping others and everybody's like, you know, I want to help somebody, right? Right. I want to help. Like I ask all of my kids from middle school all the way up to the college level, you know, what, what drives you guys? Oh, I like helping people. I like helping people. Okay, great. How do you like to help them? Do you like to help them in the medical field? Do you like to help them with sales? Do you like to help them in business? You have to like, do you like to help them legally? You know, there's so many different ways of helping people. Which way do you want to help? And kind of going on just a, a brief little tangent here. I was actually talking to a recruit a couple of weeks ago for college. And I asked her a simple question. I was like, who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what drives you? It's a very similar question to what you're just posing to me and Chandler today is, you know, what makes you happy? Where is that internal happiness factor at? And she literally just sat there silent for two plus minutes and she was sweating and she was very anxious thinking that she just already bombed this interview with a mm-hmm. head college coach in Miami. Right. And I just like, listen, breathe, relax, but you're 17, 18 years old and you're struggling with this question. Right. So... For me, that already tells me from a standpoint, and and I I imagine a lot of our listeners here are relating to this, that you're feeling kind of lost, right? A lot of kids really, if you ask them this question, Angel, they'll be like, well, gosh, I I don't know. You know, I I, I don't know. And for me, I'm very blessed with finding that out. And I, you know, wouldn't have happened without this guy sitting here to my left um, because I was so focused on being successful. I was a biology pre-med major in college. Mm. So the end game for me was essentially going to the medical field right. for no other reason than my parents wanted me to go. And, and now I figured I was going to make a lot of money. Right. It wasn't until I, I really started embracing coaching that I really found what I truly enjoy doing. And, mm-hmm. and for those listening, you're like, well, I want to figure that out too. You can't force it. Right. Right. So to answer the question directly, I see myself in pretty much every single one of my athletes, the people that I talk to, anybody really, doesn't even have to be one of my athletes. I see myself in them. And what I mean by that is I see the anxiety, I I see the mental adversity, I see the stress, I see the self-esteem issues, I see all of it. Mm -hmm. And my internal happiness is helping others figure out how they can overcome their mental adversity. Because when I was in their shoes, when I was the person looking at the coach or or, or the figure, Mm -hmm. I was lost. You know, so helping others in that respect, yeah, it, it, that's my internal drive. That's my internal happiness right there is right. making sure nobody else has to suffer or go through the same things that I went through. Right. What about you, Chandler? You couldn't have said that any better, man. <laughs> Straight up. Um, what you said about uh, not just, you know, everyone does say that they want to help others. And, uh, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, that's truly what I want to do, too. Uh, my opportunity to do that is through whatever passions Okay. 
And you said something specifically, I want to help others by helping them find clarity in their lives. Because for all of us, at some point in time, it's a very confusing time. A lot of pressures as a student trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. And you think going into schools, particular college, right? you think that whatever you choose to study is the path that you must stay on. Right. And so it, it basically puts you in a trap. So especially if you're a college student listening, you can always change. You can always adapt. And the only thing you can really do is try as many things as possible. Yep. And I think for me in my life, it's only truly until you do two things that you can begin to find that. Number one, you have to take 100% responsibility for everything in your life. Okay, so all the outside factors, the external factors you were talking about, you have to let them go and say that everything, you know, bad or good that's happened to me, it's on me. Your mm -hmm. financial situation, your situation in school, your grades, how you're performing athletically, how your health is, all those, you know, pillars of health I spoke about. That is number one. Okay. Number two. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said number one was you have to take responsibility for your for all of your factors, every single aspect of your life. You have to take responsibility for it. Right. I guess that's the main one. You have to take 100% responsibility for where you're at and where you're going. Uh, then from there, oh, number two, there, number two, there, this is it. We found it. You have to basically accept and spend, a, you have to spend a little bit of time alone to figure this out. You have to accept who you truly are, not who anyone else has ever wanted you to be. And for you, uh, your path is, you know, basically chosen, you know, you've told me plenty of times being, you know, Filipino American, you're a doctor or a lawyer. Okay. So your path is predetermined. So it's a challenge for you to have a passion for being a coach. But your expectation is to do something else. So you have to basically accept that you don't care about what anyone else thinks about you in order to truly find what you know makes you happy. Damn. That 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 hit deep, man. You know, that, that really hit deep. And um just just to further elaborate on this, guys, because this is really like some real knowledge that I wish I would have understood at a younger age, is it doesn't matter who it is, it could be your mom, your dad, your significant other, you know, aunt, uncle, grandparent, grandmother. It doesn't really matter, guys. At the end of the day, when it comes to finding your internal happiness and Angel, you know, this was this was a, a great question to ask because at from all the way from as as what, kindergarten mm -hmm. all the way up until 22, 20, like even 23 years old, I still struggle with accepting that I wanted to be a coach. Right. So he really just hit a hit, hit a nerve and hit, and hit, hit something deep, hit a chord with me rather. Um, that really just makes me even reflect even deeper on this. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot to think about. And I, I feel like this, there's just there's so many different directions where like something can be taken like that. But you you really have to like dig deep to really find those answers for yourself. But the the pro I think that a, a lot of the problem that we face today with like young you know younger generations is people think that those problems have to be figured out by themselves, and that you know it's my internal problem. You can't really help me with it, so I have to figure this out on my own. But the thing is, they don't. I don't think they know how, and I think that's where they find themselves in that kind of that conundrum where you know where do they go? What do they do? How do they do it? And I mean, partially, I think mind power is helping with that as well. You know, we're trying to 
you know, fundraise and give access, um, help kids and students have access and affordability towards, you know, psychologists or therapists to really help them kind of hone in on those, those thoughts, you know, all of those things that kind of have them thinking, have them stressing about what they need to do and kind of help them express it in some way and kind of really bring it out so they can improve on that. Don't you think? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I think so. And I, I know we haven't really asked this question, uh, you know, as straightforward as possible, but um, it's important to really address and describe it is like, what is mind power? And I think the best way to describe mind power is through our slogan. Our slogan is break your mental barriers. So what comes with that is basically instilling and teaching others how to break any mental barrier they have in their life, remove any limitation that they had. And this is something I credit you to getting me to the point where I believe that I can do virtually anything possible. Okay. Which is something I lacked my entire life. Okay. So at mind power, we want to take that and give it to everybody Mm -hmm. and then help them grow, help them learn what they like, help support them, help them find more people, a greater network, uh, with our athlete mentors program specifically help increase their network. Uh, you know, whatever their specialty, their, their interests are, we want to give them the most knowledge as possible so that they can then, you know, pursue their dreams or at least, you know, help them help guide them, you know, towards whatever their dream is. I think for me, um, when, when somebody asks, you know, what, what is mind power? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is community. I can't stress that enough, guys. I've already mentioned it earlier in, in this episode, but um, for me growing up, just, just feeling like I was on an island, you know, very similar to what you were talking about. I'm talking about those 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids, guys, the ones that are going through, you know, domestic abuse at home, the ones that may not even have a meal to eat outside of the lunch that they get or the breakfast they get from school, you know, and you know, on the flip side of that, we're talking about the kids that have everything they could have ever possibly dreamed of. Right. But are still lacking that that fatherly or motherly connection or, or that sibling connection or just that real person in their life that they need to help them go through whatever it is they're going through. Too many of you that are listening right now are alone and feel like you're isolated and feel like you have nobody to go to or feel like you can't talk about your issues or things that you're going through. And that's exactly what Chandler and I talked about. You know, and that's why we founded this organization. And that's why we have so many amazing people like Angel. Shout out to Maria Wilson. Shout out to Samantha Britt. Shout out to Jackson Hughes, you know, who see the vision in this. All right. And this is something that I can't even put into words, guys. So if you're listening, first of all, thank you um, for joining our community and and, and really kind of hearing our words because we, I just want you to know we care about you. We're here for you and we're here to support you in any way possible. So. Well, I think that was very well said, but um, I mean, we're reaching about towards the end of uh, our episode here. Um, is there like any final words of, of advice you might want to say? I know this definitely won't be the last we hear of you guys. You guys are pretty active in the mind power community. You know, we're constantly having events. We're doing a lot of a lot of like um, Zoom events. We're trying to progress into more of a physical you know presence to kind of be there. We're really pushing our mental our athlete mentors. Um, to try and get something going there. So um, definitely a lot of activity going on. So any any final words of advice or anything like that you guys have to say in the closing, closing statements? My final words are to send a thank you uh, to the community that has been so loyal to us, uh, especially since Mind Power was just an idea mm-hmm. at one point in time. And in time, 
people start to see that this idea is forming into something. Something is growing really fast. Um, thank you for everyone that participated in our recent qu quarterly fundraiser, our 5K. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Pinsky. Uh, and then really anyone who donated uh, and was just involved in any way because that event was really great and it's the start of something um, that we just can't wait to share with you all. Uh, can't wait to share all the things we have planned for the future. This podcast is just scratching the surface to our potential. And, you know, stay in tune, turn on notifications, keep up to date. Uh, you want to shout out our Instagram or all our social medias? Of course. Follow us, Mind Power Foundation on Instagram. Follow this guy, Angel Clemente, our podcast host. Thanks for having us. Eh, absolutely. Caesar, you got anything, my man? No. I know I know. we're getting uh, pretty pretty down to the nitty-gritty. I know it's almost Chandler's bedtime, so just kind of got to get those yes, ease. Sir. So we can wake up and grind. You know how that man is. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I'll let you guys go, man. I do want to thank you guys for hopping on this episode for me. Uh, I want to thank you guys for, you know, the wonderful insight, all the wonderful advice you guys never seem to run out of. So um, Caesar, your kids are blessed to have you. Um, I look forward to seeing where that program grows um, and seeing what you do here with St. Thomas and Chandler. Same with you, man. Um, we're, we're heading places. We're making a lot of moves. And this is a start, man. It's a start of something great. It's a start of something amazing. So glad to have you guys here. It definitely won't be the last time. Um, but uh, until then, man, you guys stay blessed. You know, have a wonderful time. Please live your life to the fullest, man. Make smart decisions. Um, and stay tuned. See, see what we have coming next. So until the next time, guys, you guys have a wonderful night. My name is Angel Clemente. This will uh, be another episode of the Mind Power Podcast. Until next time, guys. Oh,